The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Hello and welcome to the Diesel Performance Podcast. I am Nick Pregnance, and with me today I have Jim Rendant. Jim, say hello. Hi, you guys. So Jim is with us here. Uh, he's a new addition to the team at Calibrated Power. But you're not new to coming stuff, are you, Jim? No, not at all. Been around a little while. A little bit. How long you been messing with these trucks? Uh, well, I started when I bought my truck uh, back in 2012. Basically, it was just... Uh, uh, I, I was buying it. I wanted to get into some business type stuff, use a truck for business use, and that shortly uh, ended. <laughs> Turned into a race truck pretty quick thereafter, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, it like first, I just want to put a, a, a quick tune on the truck. I think I started with a Diablo Sport Tuner was the first one. And uh, about, I think, a week later, I'm like, all right, though, this isn't going to work. And then I bought a Smarty and then... Yeah, so you went down the rabbit hole, and I mean, as I recall, uh, your rabbit hole went on for a long, long way. Um, how many turbochargers have you... So, let me start with your truck, right? 2006? 2006, Cummins, quad cab, short bed. Um, how many turbochargers have you had on that thing? Uh, that truck's seen at least nine different configurations from stock form to, uh, I think, actually 10 now. We're at 10 now. Ten different turbochargers, probably an equal number of different injector setups. Uh, at least four different injector sizes. Four different injector sizes. Um, you've gone through a few different transmissions. <laughs> <laughs> I, won't, I won't get into that right now, but you've tested a few different trans builders. Yeah, we, we got a good one. Uh, you made quite a few passes with it, right? At least, that truck's been at least uh, 100 times down the track from the you know the last four, four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's made a few street passes as well, maybe. Uh, that <laughs> can't be confirmed or denied. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the to say the least, it's 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 been beat. Okay, and you're, I mean, so the viewers know. I mean, you're you're on Instagram, you're on Cummins Forum. What's your handle? You guys know you, uh, Jim. Uh, it's just my name, Jim Rendant, okay. uh, on Instagram. Same thing on Facebook. Um, yeah, I run the calibrated power on Cummins Forum. Okay, so, so you're out there. I know you've uh, been. You had your own screen name on Cummins Forum before that. Yeah, uh, before that it was 0659. I had a couple builds on there. The first one was uh, when the truck, pretty much when it was stock, went to. Um, I think the first one was about a 600 horsepower build that I did. Um, it's actually that build was when. Uh, Back in the day when when we first met, so yep. Um, and then the last one that you did, so you you shelled a motor a year ago. Yeah, it was uh, May end of May last year. And the power level then was uh, well, the truck had dynoed a week prior here. Um, made eleven seventy three the tire. Uh, looking back at some of the information, I mean we were commanding about fifteen hundred flywheel horsepower worth of fuel. So so it was it was a runner. The thing I mean, ran, I think it was yeah. beat. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was surprised it lasted that long. Um, but impressive nonetheless. I mean, you've you've run the gamut. Yep. And so now we're back into it. Um, the truck has a fresh, fresh-ish long, long block in it. Yeah. Uh, we found a, a donor truck, a decent price, went and picked it up. Uh, purpose for that was to just yank the, the drivetrain because after I blew up the truck, I, I parted it out. Uh, bought a car, kind of sat on the side for a while with the truck, wasn't sure what I wanted to do with it, so we bought that spare truck, pulled the engine and trans out, stuck that in the truck. I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to leave it alone now, and I have a... Of course you are. 
couple buddies, you know, they, they sent me links to stuff like, hey, you should go buy this. And uh, it started again with the built trains. And uh, yeah, that's kind of where, where, where the started uh, yeah, this where year. The, the slope has started. So right. uh, you've been here for a few weeks now and you've clearly got the bug again. Um, and my, fo- you know, what I've been trying to drive uh, and instill in you as we, as we, get you into the calibrated power organization is the clean power you know clean and reliable power um, and right now on the truck uh, we've got you running the stealth 64 yep yep stealth 64 uh it's uh it's a great turbo um a lot of a lot of times you know guys are asking well what's your what's your honest opinion you know outside of outside of where you work you know what is your honest opinion because you know, that's the biggest thing i've always been on you know, honest, honestly, is it worth the money? I mean, if it if it wasn't, if I didn't think it was a good turbo, I wouldn't put it on my truck. Like it's just, it's that simple. It's not, you know, it has to, nothing to do with the cost or anything like that. If I didn't think it was good, it wouldn't be on the truck. Yeah, we appreciate that. I mean, I I'm a no bullshit kind of guy. Um, I I want the data to show people. <clears throat> I like when people drive my stuff to see that I'm telling it the way it is. Um, and I, the information's king, you know what I mean? And I think getting that information out there, good or bad, uh, helps, or helps us make an informed buyer. So that's why we have that thing on your truck, man, because I know you're going to beat on it. Yeah, I've put it to the test already. <laughs> I, uh, I put it into some uh, extreme situations that most most people wouldn't. Um, you know, it's I, I try to make sure that if I can't break it, you know, a customer shouldn't be able to. And it's not because, you know... I'm a lot harder on it just because, I mean, I, I want to test this stuff. I mean, we right. want to make sure the end user is happy, they have a good product. Yeah, we uh, want a reliable hands. product. Exactly. Um, the nice thing is, is is smoke control. The smoke control, like you mentioned, I mean, that's been my thing ever since I started. So 2012, I was never the guy like, oh, yeah, let, let's blow a bunch of smoke. I mean, it's always been like, let's make this thing clean. I don't want to be, you know, try to have that sleeper status, although the truck, you know, different looks and things like that you know it's a little loud right now but uh you know not having a cloud of smoke behind you makes driving fast and aggressively uh, that that much more fun right yeah and it's uh it's nice being able to just punch it not have smoke going everywhere and you know having people like wow that's you know that's impressive that's you know i want that yeah so in this podcast i really want to drive it what is on the docket for calibrated power in the coming months for for cummins tuning developments because we are currently deep into it and i'm relying on your energy and passion and um you know working with you on getting our cummins stuff rolling hard again right um but before we before i jump into that um one more thing on the stealth 64 if you had to characterize it i mean you've tried nine different configurations on your truck right how would you describe the stealth 64 compared to the other turbochargers that you've had on the truck well a lot of the other turbos i ran were much larger um always big turbine uh usually an s400 frame a couple s300s but uh you can't compare the two i mean the truck down low i mean it's totally different you know guys will say oh well i put this you know you'll hear a lot of six seven guys i'll put an s400 on it like drive spools like stock like does it really i don't think you've driven uh, like how long has it been since you drove a stock truck because that's not the case you know i mean i'm sure it's similar but guys just they don't really think like how 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 good a stock turbo really is how much they're missing yeah and and the stealth you know that that pulls that gap right there and it just you know it really is i mean it spools just like a stock turbo i mean you if 
I, I mean, it's a it's a nice turbo because I could just if my wife wanted to go drive the truck before I would like no you can't drive it no you know now I yep. could actually throw her the keys not have her worry about smoking out everybody learning how to drive the truck I mean the truck I mean the the turbo responds just like stock I don't have to worry about it I yep. mean anybody could take it go run it and the truck's clean makes a bunch of mid range power and top end power uh, where the stock turbo was lacking so speaking of power we dynoed it you ran it at the track let's get some numbers for the so we put the we put the stealth on there. Um, the we did a baseline first with the stock turbo um, truck was kind of uh, five twenty. Yeah, five twenty four. I think was the peak. Uh, a thousand, a little over a thousand foot pounds of torque. Uh, we did three baseline runs and then uh, we put the stealth on uh, without changing the tune. Uh, the, the primary goal was to see what. Uh, what exactly is the turbo adding? So same calibration, but just throw a turbo on, see the difference. And uh, we did three runs, uh, and we and we peaked at 641 and 1258 torque uh, on the same tune that the stock turbo did 524, yeah. a little over a thousand torque. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, I mean it's a that's a big improvement. I mean for dollar for dollar, like that's. This you know dollar for every dollar spent, it's equivalent to like buying a programmer. So you know some guys will buy, you know, a little part and they're hoping to get a gain out of it. You know, and they got all this money in it, and then they're like 15, 20 horsepower, or they're hoping their butt dyno is right, seeing accurate. something. Yeah, you know? I mean they're buying intake horns, they're buying air intakes. I mean, this is a stock intake horn, stock air box. The cheapest filter you can get. <laughs> I mean, yeah. this is this is like we're not cutting know. this thing any brakes, right? So we wanted to try to find the least gain possible, mm-hmm. and uh, I mean, shook it out. Yeah, I mean the the thing really. I mean it really it it surprised me. Yeah, it takes a lot to surprise me because I'm used to, you know, a thousand plus horsepower all the time. You know, every day. Yeah, and I've never been more amazed with a 640 horsepower street truck. Like no smokes, quick spool up. The thing wants to keep spinning the tires 40, 50 miles an hour. Like. You know, traction bars are fun. in order. So it's good fun. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to be said about a responsive six, seven hundred horsepower uh, compared to that big top end hit eight hundred. I mean, I won't deny it. That's a lot of fun too. But uh, it's it's really nice to have that big torque curve right. down low and be able to roll on it. Yeah, we took it to the track. Um, it was extremely hot out that night. Um, I mean, not extremely hot, but track the DA conditions. Was bad. Yeah, <laughs> humidity was high. I mean, it was just. Uh, Hot lap in the truck, I think on the last pass, trans temp before the run even started, we're almost close to 210. Um, coolant temp was up there, but uh, on the last pass, got a good launch out of it. It was went 1238, 108. Um, considering the truck has a factory airbox, the cheapest filter you can get. I mean, we even noticed the uh, the filter reminder is actually sucking down on, you know, yeah, going bottoming yeah, out. Yeah, moving a lot of air. Yeah, I mean, it's just... It need it needs more on the intake side, but given what we did with it, I mean it's good results. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely stock more to pump, be had. Stock injector truck. That I mean, you could pull up to anybody on the street, open the hood, and you could tell them it's a stock truck. Yeah, I mean there, you you couldn't tell. There's right. nothing there's nothing visible. I mean, and to be wearing you know H two wheels and um, or not H two but the bigger Dodge the heavy Dodge wheels. <laughs> 35s? 33s. 33s on it, Nitto Terra Grapplers. I mean, uh, to be knocking on the 11s, that's... Yeah, we'll get it there. I mean, next is just, uh, I mean, we're just fuel away. Yeah. I know, you've been telling me. (laughs) Fuel, then twins, then 
It's all I can do to <laughs> have you wait a week to put twins on the truck. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about some other cool stuff we got in the pipe here. So we got your truck that we're working on. We're you know we're we're fleshing out the cal on that. We're working on a totally smokeless uh, progression from that 640 where we're at right now up to a thousand rear wheel horsepower. And my goal is a totally smokeless truck at a thousand rear wheel horsepower with the same drivability that you have now. Right. I and think I made that pretty clear. Yeah, and be able to tow. I mean, that's that's we want the customers be able to use the truck. Yeah, we just put a fifth wheel in the truck this weekend, right? Yeah. So I got a fifth wheel in it. Um, Got a, a nice OEM Mopar hitch on it. I mean, I'm, I'm never proud told, of that hitch. Yeah, I, I am. I mean, for the money I got it for, I'm like, you know, I can't pass it up. And uh, I've so, never towed with the truck, so it's going to be something new. I mean, yeah. it's going to yeah. be interesting, but at the same time, you know, we have a goal in mind. 1,000 horsepower, ultimate end goal, smoke-free, and still be able to use the truck for what it was intended for. Yeah, yeah, I think it's going to be badass. Um, and to that end, I want to open up our market, you know, on the 5.9 side. So if we're going to put this... Put this R and D in, and put the time in to, um, you know, to make this smokeless progression. And these great driving trucks. I want to be able to support the 03 to 05s, and uh, maybe even the 98 and a halfs. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So we got to that end. We got some new hardware in the pipe. Um, Smarty has released the UDC Pro, and they've uh, released the MM3 hardware, which we're uh, working with right now, um, and. That hardware supports 98.5 to 16. Uh, of course, we already support the 2012 to 16. We've got a lot of time and energy invested in our calibration for that stuff. But to the 98.5 to 05 stuff, um, I'm excited, man. I think I think there's some really some really cool stuff calibration wise and drivability wise. Yeah, I'm I'm stoked. I mean, it's it's definitely going to be uh, a game changer for the guys that are you know even even the guys that have you know just a turbo upgrade. I mean. You know, ultimately, you know, we'd, we'd like to support everyone, but the, I think the biggest difference, uh, a lot of guys are going to see drivability. You know, the guys that are using the truck for um, towing and, and, and all around, you know, like a weekend warrior, we're really going to be able to dial those trucks in. And it, Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, when I when I got in this game, I remember the, the VP44 uh, tuned trucks with big turbochargers and big injectors were just the nastiest trucks to drive. Yeah, they're awful. And by nasty, I mean they just clattering smoking sure they made decent power but like i wouldn't want to drive one every day um so, and then the 0305 was kind of the same way i mean anything that was tuned with smarty stuff it was just kind of like yeah it makes power but it's just a it's a smoky turd yeah you know you got a, a lot of high and low spots in the throttle it's not very fun to drive it's not something i would want to throw my wife the keys for and say right, hey go right. take it for the weekend like, and the bigger the turbo the bigger the injector is the worse yeah, it is the more problems you got Exactly. So what this hardware and software development that we're doing right now means is that the quality and the level of tuning that we're talking about on your truck, the clean, responsive, toss your wife the keys kind of cal, is going to be there for the 98.5, the VP trucks, and also for the 03 to 05. And we're going to be able to do that by real-time tuning these trucks. So we'll be able to make multiple calibration iterations on the dyno, in the truck, in person, to really drive at perfection. And that perfection is you stomp the throttle anytime, and there's minimal, minimal smoke output, and the truck makes power very quickly, stays in its power band, controls EGTs, makes power. Uh, and that's exciting. It's very exciting. <laughs> Especially it's, for guys who've been struggling with shitty running trucks for a long time. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think last week uh, I was even more excited about this than you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I haven't I haven't been in that market. I haven't realized that you know the missing 
part of it for a while, but as I start to investigate it and start to see what's missing out there, I really think it's going to be a cool thing. Um, you know, that real-time stuff and then switch on the fly stuff for those guys, the same the same uh, crowd that we just talked about. I mean, to be able to switch power levels on the touchscreen is... It's huge. Yeah. Um, you know, HP tuners, you know, they have support for 03 to 05 trucks. It's kind of... Um, I, I think it's mediocre, but... Uh, the calibration support, I think, is decent. It's a, it's a good calibration support um and the, the scan tool is strong what they're missing is switch on the fly and they're not even i mean with real-time tuning that just makes i mean each reflash which would have taken you seven minutes which would have taken a tuner seven minutes you know makes you think about what you're doing um now you can you can make incremental changes in moments right and, and it, that's that's huge a lot of guys are like well how long do i have to wait do i have to pull over like you know the tuning side of it is is one thing but then you know once we have those tunes dialed in the guys those 0305 guys they don't even have that support to switch switch a tune i mean they they got one tune and that's it the nice thing is we'll be able to make real-time changes while we're driving um and then give them that support for switchable tunes if that's what they want you know um and that's huge in the vp like Nobody the VP has that. guys have just been ignored. Yeah, I mean, I mean, really, the market has turned a blind eye to that crowd for years. Um, so that's you know to have real time to like how many years later now? You know, fourteen yeah. years after the last one rolled off the assembly line. Now we finally have tuning support the way it should have been when they left. Um, I don't know how many in good shape VP trucks there are out there, but for the ones that are out there. We have not forgot about you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's definitely some strong VP trucks out there for sure. And, and it seems like the last few years, like, you know, some of the guys are really trying to be, you know, um, trying to bring those trucks to a, a level to compete with some yeah, of the newer to trucks. Elevate them. Yeah. yeah, I mean, um, this is this is huge news for the VP guys. And, and, and then who would ever thought that you would be able to switch a tune on a VP truck? Right. You know, I mean, that's, that's yeah. big. Same deal. And I mean, look. I just want to, you know, the switchable tune and this real-time tuning stuff, um, really cool stuff. And it, it really stems from, you know, I want to, I want to let the list, listeners know kind of the backstory on this. So the real-time tuning support on Cummins ECUs has always been there. Uh, Cummins OEM calibration stuff, uh, OEM calibration software has always had the ability to take advantage of real-time on-the-fly tuning support. Um, why the aftermarket uh, tuning softwares have not also plugged into it until this time, year you know, over ten years after the fact, um, I have no idea. Yeah, I <laughs> mean, blows my mind. But it's, I mean, you know how you you went into the Mustang world for a little while. You put Big yep. Stuff Three in your car. Yeah, so Big Stuff Three is an aftermarket standalone computer, um, and the the main focus behind it is, you know. The car makes a thousand horsepower and it drives like stock. And and to be able to do that, you have to go outside of the factory limits or or be more control than what the factory has. So the the solution was put a standalone in the car, precise control, something similar to like EFI Live and um, hard you know software like that. Um, the, but the real time is right, where it matters. Right, and the real time is, is that you know certain tuners will take you out, and you actually go out and you drive the truck, and and they have the laptop plugged in, and you're driving the car as you would every day, and they could be sitting there looking at it. You know, obviously that'll be us. You know, yep. the customer will be driving, and 
you know, if they see something or if we're trying to work on smoke control, we can go in and we can make the changes, hit enter, and have it be active. And yep. that's the nice thing that, you know, that was the whole reason why I put the big stuff in my car. I wanted that precise control that you just didn't have with a, a factory computer. And, and having that in the Cummins... From the factory. From the factory. I mean, you had to buy Big Stuff 3, right? Yeah, it wasn't so, I mean, didn't come installed on the car. Right. So, uh, you know, you, you factor in what it costs. You know, that was a $3,000 standalone plus, yep. you know, the install, which, I mean, I did myself, so I saved money there. But, um, you know, most people won't do that. The, the nice thing is it's it's in the truck. Yeah, it's there's a there. huge value there. It's just, I don't know why people didn't take, uh, you know. Yeah, we're going to see, uh, I mean, the, the coming months are going to be very exciting for the common rail crowd and that's all the common rail trucks really we can use this on to aid in our development work and then the vp uh, trucks as well i mean i've used um i've used some standalone stuff in the past with roadrunner on the lb7 um it definitely accelerated the speed of of working although it it was a it's a bit of an install challenge and you can't leave one in every customer's truck um there's really nothing like that on the duramax side there's nothing like that that i've seen in the ford side um, it's it's really cool. It's yeah, really it's, cool it's I, I I'm I'm very excited about it. It's definitely gonna be a game changer, um, and the customer will see that the end goal is you know we're gonna get them to the power that they want, but the truck's gonna be you know it's gonna drive just like a factory truck would. Yeah, or, yeah, we're gonna be driving at perfection, and uh, we're gonna have some videos and have some dyno graphs and have some. I'm excited to get your truck uh, with a trailer in front of it to show, you know, show what that looks like, but. Uh, yeah, I think that pretty much sums it up, man. I uh, I really appreciate you coming on the show today, talking with to me here. about the future of our Cummins developments. And uh, if anybody listening to the show wants to talk to Jim on the sales floor, they're more than welcome to call 815-568-7920. What's your extension? 2126. 2126 to talk to Jim Rendon. All right. I'm Nick Prignitz. I'm Jim Rendon. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out CalibratedPower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. To reach out to the Diesel Performance Podcast, send us a message through Facebook or email Paul at DuramaxTuner.com or Danny at DuramaxTuner.com. How many turbochargers have you had on that thing? Uh, That truck's seen at least nine different configurations from stock form to, uh, I think, actually 10 now. We're at 10 now. 10 different turbochargers, probably an equal number of different injector setups. At least four different injector sizes. Four different injector sizes. Um, You've gone through a few different transmissions. (laughs) (laughs) I won't get into that right now, but you've tested a few different trans builders. Yeah, we we got a good one. Uh, You made quite a few passes with it, right? At least, that truck's been at least uh, 100 times down the track from, you know, the last four, four and a half years. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's made a few street passes as well, maybe. Uh, that <laughs> can't be confirmed or denied. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, to say the to say the least, it's 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 been beat.